I'm recording. Are you? Mm-hmm. One, two, three, go. Hey guys, welcome to Wing It. This is a podcast where every week myself, Aisha, will be talking to my bezzy mate Yvonne about <laughs> about our life. So um, that is literally anything and everything. So we hope that you enjoy it. Every single week it's going to be a different topic. So we always welcome uh, new ideas, new discussion points, uh, whatever you guys want to hear us talking about, just holler. Um, and we will be discussing it and winging it. Hey guys, welcome to episode 10 of Wing It. So today we wanted to take this opportunity to call it a bit of a milestone that we've hit 10 episodes of the podcast. And of course, that is mainly down to you guys and everybody listening. We just wanted to As always, thank you for your continuous feedback, for any suggestions, particularly over the last week or so. I put out a poll to make some suggestions on topics that you want us to discuss. And also, if any of you have ever shared our posts or referred our podcast to a friend, we honestly really do appreciate it. And yeah, we wouldn't be 10 episodes in without you guys. So thank you so, so much. We also wanted to take the opportunity to kind of tie off a few loose ends and to discuss current affairs and news. I mean, we all know there's been so much controversy in the news with regards to results and there's lots of things popping up amidst the pandemic. So that's why we wanted to have a bit of a current affairs discussion and just really not have a specific topic in mind, but there's a few things we wanted to go through in this episode. So I mean, I've got quite a few notes on this one. There's a couple of things that I wanted to mention. But I mean, today you were putting up a lot on Life's a Playground about GCSE results. So just to let you guys know, this is the 20th of August. GCSE results did come out today. I know you pulled a couple of articles onto Life's a Playground. So Aish, what's the sitch? Yeah, I mean, uh, I've been keeping up to date with it. Obviously, this week and last week when A-Levels came out, I was listening to the radio a little bit. I've been watching the news a little bit. My heart just goes out to all of those people who have been affected. It's stressful for students. It's stressful for teachers. It's stressful for parents, you know. Parents, I think, because they go to, they've done all of this so long ago, I feel like they're very out of the loop a lot of the time. And when something like this happens, I think it just throws everyone in every possible way and obviously they want their kids to do well teachers want their kids to do well the kids want to do well and when something like this happens and you know the government is just so unorganized and has absolutely no control over these people's lives it's so it's just so difficult you can say it Aish you can say it's shambolic it is It's a complete shambles show, let's just say that. Even more so last week, because obviously when those results came out last week and the majority of students' grades had gone down, some by two, three grades, which meant that they didn't get their grades that they needed to go into uni, 
it's a huge, huge deal. And we don't know what would have happened if they took the exam, but the point is they never got the opportunity to take those exams. And yet that was no one's fault. It was just the way things happened with COVID, but the government could have handled that a little bit better. And with them doing a complete U-turn, it's it's basically a lot of up and down. Feelings are all over the place. I've got family who have been directly affected by this and you can just see how upsetting and confusing and nerve-wracking it is. Um, and not only for students who've got their results, but also for students who are due to sit exams in the next year. Because, like, literally, as of today, lockdowns are coming back into place. Quarantine is coming back. COVID cases are going up. They're continuing to go up. We don't know what the situation is going to be like in a few months. And for those students specifically who are in year 9, 10 and year 12. And if you are one of these students, I can only advise to carry on doing your best and not be deflated by this. Because at the end of the day, you have no control over external circumstances, but you do have control over how you approach the circumstances. And I know it's so difficult to feel so demotivated right now by what's happened you know some of these some of the students they've worked so hard they haven't got what they've achieved or on the contrary they've got you know two three grades higher than what they would have achieved you know it's no one's fault and I really spent a lot of time today just saying that putting all of the grades and the stats aside that don't give up on yourself and don't feel demotivated because that's the worst thing that you can do. You owe it to yourself to continue and to carry on. And it's something that I think a lot of people have to remind themselves of every single day as well. You're already going in with a a defeatist and failure mentality if you don't continue. Mm. You know, you, you're already setting yourself up for failure if you already go in with that mindset. Yeah. So I completely agree. Like battle on, mm. like anything could happen in two weeks, two months, two years, yeah. whenever your deadline is that you're going to come out of full-time education, whenever that may be for you guys. Yeah. But also, obviously, we're not in education. You obviously work for, for a school wife, but it really affected me as well. We both worked in tuition before. We, we can empathise and we can be in those people's shoes. But also, in terms of the system and the government in general, Obviously, this pandemic has brought a lot of these questions to the surface about the system, the government. It's something we've both discussed on the podcast and people are also contributing to the discussions. So one of the questions we have now is about our education system. It's something that's been a prevalent topic throughout the quarantine because of the, the lack of education, unfortunately, these kids have had. So to then have this massive shambles, as you said, this massive rock of the boat, it affects everybody because people like yourself, I know we say you're not hoping to have kids in the next five minutes, but in the next five years, hopefully, it's going to affect their futures. Like I know we're talking 15 years, 20 years down the track, but you have to think of the future of your children in, in this current system that we have. Something has to change. Mm-hmm. And what I found really interesting I was obviously shocked, like you, Aish, that, you know, there was such a discrepancy with the A-level results, which then has a knock-on effect to whether people go to uni and do their next step in their career or their education. But, I mean, we all know that there's been a, what's it called, a moderator to, you know, if everybody gets 
your highest marks, marks are moderated to change the path mark accordingly, fine. But I did not know this. I don't know if you know, Aish, but this corruption in the education system and the exam boards has been going on for mm, years. Yeah. Maybe I'm just blimmin' naive and I've been wrapped in cloth and mm. wool. I don't know. But this corruption has been going on for years. Mm. But because of the highlight from the pandemic, all eyes on education, it's only now coming to the surface. And to then know it's kind of postcode based, that's something I don't think that's done before. But, for example, I went to school in Langley Slough, but I lived in Hayes. So, you know, I don't know if there's a kind of an economic difference there, but it's such BS that you can base it based on social economic. Oh, yeah, background. completely. And wasn't it you that posted about Eton or was that someone else? Not one grade yeah. from Eton got yeah, down. No, it's so classist and it is done by postcode. And it is it's really sad to know that the majority of students whose grades did get downgraded are non-white background children. And honestly, that is just the truth of how we live. And like, I know, like I did post on on my page and I was talking about the fact that, you know, results don't define you and they don't. And it's true, results don't define you. You can go on to become a multimillionaire. There have been, you know, loads of people who have gone on to become business people and multimillionaires and billionaires. And they didn't go to school. They didn't get the grades they needed in maths and English. So it's still possible. But unfortunately, if you are from a non-white British background, a lot of the time, your grades are the only thing you have to go on because of how discriminatory a lot of workplaces are. So for those students, it's more heartbreaking because now they don't even have those grades. They're literally just working off of, yeah, their own merit alone. The be exactly. all and end all. And that is honestly the truth of the education system. It's, it's the truth of the whole social structure that we're living in. And it's going to take a lot of work to change it. But with a government like this, it's not going to be anytime soon if they stay in power. So that's why it's just so sad, because you do have to work really, really hard against people who have already got that privilege. Right. We'll go into this on another podcast because it did come up as a, a suggestion from one of our listeners in terms of Black Lives Matter and white mm-hmm. privilege. That kind of leads quite nicely into it because, you know, maybe I am i am obviously aware of it. I'm not a head in the clouds, don't know what's going on around me culturally, but because I've never been a victim of this discrimination, I am in that kind of white privilege bracket because I've never been succumbed to it. So that's something I do want to explore more of. I actually watched a documentary on it. We can touch upon that if people want to explore that matter. We can definitely go into that in more detail. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'd love to talk about that. And the thing is, I'm in a really strange situation and I feel it more and more as I'm getting older is the fact that I, as a South Asian girl, grew up in a white community so I feel like I actually grew up as a white British student because I grew up around white British students but 
I constantly now get reminded that I'm not. Not not obviously by people verbally telling me, but things are just becoming harder and harder. We are literally like the complete polar opposites. People keep reminding me of my skin colour that I'm not actually Asian, I'm actually white, (laughs) you know? Because I like we like I said in last week's episode, you know, I've grown up in an Asian community. Both my neighbours were Asian, all my friends at school, you know. So I have this mentality, and I've got into that mindset. It's you know? funny and though because when they remind remind you of it, it comes across as a compliment. When I get reminded of it, it's an insult. That's the difference there. Oh, mm-hmm. really? As in, it feels like an insult. So when you get reminded of your white privilege, when someone says, "Oh, it doesn't matter because you're white," it's like, "Oh yeah, cool, I'm white." But when it's when it's the other way around, it's like, no, no, stay in your place. You're not white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Well, I don't know exactly <laughs> what you mean because there's a very different uh, skin tone here. But but like you said, I think that is... I am <laughs> I think that is a, a topic that we can elaborate on a whole lot more in another episode because it is something that relates to pretty much everything that is going on at the moment, including COVID. But the corruption in this country, it is unreal. And the more it goes on, the more it will become unveiled. Right. This this is a hard hitting question that I wanted to ask Aish. I know my okay, answer. I've been dying to ask this question for a week since uh, we decided to have this episode. Can you think of the first time where you felt failed by the system, the government, or the British public? Ooh, first time I felt failed. Um, I feel like it was sometime at uni when I was on my own for the first time and I had like all of these student loans and maintenance loans coming in and and then going straight out again when we first applied for student finance I didn't really know what was going on it was kind of all my parents that did that but I think first year of uni or actually even second year of uni was a big slap in the face at how real life is and I think it was at that point where I was like why has no one ever told me about this why are there no why why uh, why are schools not teaching this why is no one telling us what real life is actually about right kind of yeah, a wake you, up i think uni uni was my wake up call in every single aspect of my life okay and before i tell you any guesses what mine is i'm guessing you <laughs> i feel like yours was like at school at some point no it's actually very okay. recent which is why it's quite topical so i say recent it was the 23rd of June, 2016. That is very exact. <laughs> Do you know why? That was your results, wasn't it? <laughs> no! Oh my God, Aisha Khan! Okay, so this is exactly why I'm so like, like passionate and enraged. Brexit! Oh! It's ingrained in my brain. Brexit happened 23rd of June, 2016. I woke up in a nice little cottage in Finland... I woke up to us leaving the EU. I mean, it took four years, but fine. And David Cameron resigning. Mm. And I was like, what have we done? Right? I thought we hit rock bottom at Brexit. And then the pandemic happened. Well, in between that, Donald Trump also got elected. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
But for example, yeah, okay, fine. That's also another episode I want to. That's something that made me lose my faith in humanity. (laughs) Trumpy Trump. Of course, America does affect us, but in terms of this is very strong. But I'm going to say it. I felt utterly disgraced to be British that day. So much so that I don't know if you know this, Irish, but I went clubbing that night. Okay, I was in Finland with my mates, and we went out to a club because it was the happiest day of the year for them. It's uh, what they call like the summer solstice, or the the what's it called, midsummer. And the, the sun doesn't uh, set. Oh, the sun cool. doesn't set. It's light all night. So for them, because they only get three months of sunshine in Finland, pretty much, they celebrate this day. So imagine they were the, having the happiest day of their life. And I was having literally the worst day of my life. We went out clubbing. And of course, I was the only Brit in the club. So I was so utterly disgraced. And I did not want people asking me about it because... I mean, when you're in Finland and you're the only brunette in the club, people know you're foreign and they're going to come up to you and start a conversation. And I was so embarrassed and I didn't want to talk about it. I pretended I was Spanish for half of the night until I couldn't keep up the accent anymore. (laughs) And then I pretended I was Scottish half the night because I could do a British Scottish accent. And also I could go around telling people, all right, lass. I didn't vote for Brexit up in Scotland, you know, so I could do all of that. Okay. Oh my god. So I got away with the Brexit. Much more convincing, by the way, Scottish than Spanish. (laughs) I'm not going to even attempt my Spanish accent because that would be uh, cultural appropriation, I think. But (laughs) I could speak Spanish, obviously, but I can't be doing a Spanish accent. But yeah, so I was so disgraced. I, 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 um pretended I wasn't yeah I uh, I remember that day I I was in the office that day um and I just remember for about three hours just staring at the map you know the map that came out that like showed you who like which county voted for what remain yeah. or leave um yeah. and literally the only part that was remain was London <laughs> I know I was looking at the and we tried to like, get what? London independence <laughs> London independence I don't think that's gonna work <laughs> Scotland can't even get their bloody independence, let alone us. Oh my God, can you imagine if London became its own country? <laughs> that would be a great country. That would create a whirlwind um, of But yeah, I was the same. I was, I was just so shocked. I, I remember literally watching. I remember going to bed the night before and be like, oh, it's fine. Like, it'll be fine. <laughs> because everyone I knew, everyone around me was obviously vote remain no one in their right mind was going to vote leave that who i knew but alas right so then that happened i knew anything was possible i i I really should have put a bet on it i knew trump would be president if the uk is stupid enough to vote out the americans were stupid enough to vote for trump sorry to any of our global listeners who are from the u.s props to you guys but um if you're a trump supporter i'm not <laughs> if you're a Trump supporter, uh... I tell you what, though, I want to watch the whole speech. Did you see Barack Obama? I saw clips of it. I saw clips of Little it. Dip, dip, yeah. dab, boxing match, getting out of the fisticuffs. It was great. I only watched a three minute clip of it. I want to watch yeah. the whole thing. But, you know, I'm hoping and praying, and I see all of the Americans I follow are all saying, vote, vote, vote. Because that's also a big mm-hmm. thing, is when you don't yes. vote, one, why not? And two, you have no 
say and you have no reason to complain if it doesn't go your way if you don't go exactly i don't i'm not an expert on american on the american voting and political system but i was reading up about it because obviously kamala harris is yeah is she's our queen now apparently second in command to buy them hopefully but i was reading about obviously how everything works in terms of the voting system. And even if you do get a majority vote or sorry, a minority vote, it still doesn't mean that you can win or lose. I'm not sure exactly how it works, but they were saying that Trump will most likely win again because there are very, very few presidents that don't win second time round. Did Obama? Yeah, he did too, right? So, but it, it was just a really, really interesting to read. I need to read up more about it because I don't know exactly how it works. It's quite different to ours. Mate, but... The election, I think, is I think it's the third of November. Mm. So, I think we can definitely do an episode on it and lead up to this because I think it's really important. Like, of course, we're not directly affected by it, but we are globally. It still does when when you think about how how close the governments are. Um, it is it is quite terrifying. I think already, I remember when Trump was voted in, how much that affected a lot of people's opinions in this country and a lot of the kind of the social and economical problems that yeah. are happening in America. They are also happening here, but they may not be in the limelight all the time, but they're, they're, they're still underlying issues. It's a good question, though. <laughs> There's a lot of things that have happened recently where that have completely destroyed my faith in the government in humanity and just things in general (laughs) this is a this is a really optimistic episode i'm really pleased about that but guys (laughs) the reason why i brought it up obviously i think it's a travesty what's happened with the a-level results but also i mean did you see the protests they were going to london and protesting against students Yeah, yeah 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 so you know you said you went to university, you learned very late in life, what life is actually like. I kind of felt failed by the system in 2016. So how old was I? 22, just about to graduate uni. But these, they are kids, 16, 17 year olds, 18 year olds have learned about the system. And it's, it's not a bed of roses very early on in life. Mm -hmm. So despite the travesty and the shambles and obviously the the shortcomings. I'm hoping they will learn from it and they can make very informed decisions as a result. This is the thing. I am glad the government has fudged up because now everyone who is angry and is fuming at the government, they are going to be voting them out. Yeah, this they're going to be 18. This is what's going to be happening. And it's going to take a few years, a few years down the line. But we will, fingers crossed, get there. I mean, there are still going to be issues. There are still going to be problems. There's always corruption with any government. But this one's done enough damage. And yeah. young people know that. And it's only, I mean, I know Tories have been in for, I mean, 2005, mm-hmm. 15 years. 15, 16, but yeah. Boris has only been PM for six months. Oh. He became PM in... December, like he's an embarrassment. He's just what is going on? Like my other half said the other day, oh, it's been a few years, like, <laughs> bruv. It's been like four months. Like <laughs> I know it's been the longest four months of anybody's lives, but you know. But this this is the thing. We have the three main touching points. We have school, which is 
wholly affected and influenced by the government. We have work, paying taxes, you're working for the government, it's all government system. The third touching point we have is retirement. Now, unless something dramatically changes, by the time I turn 65, I want out of here. Okay, I am a Brit. Get me out of here. Okay, <laughs> I don't want to be in this country if this is the way forward. I mean, I'm not going to emigrate tomorrow. Come on. I was on. about to say, you do realise you don't have to wait until you're 65 to move, right? I know, but my flat's <laughs> nice. So I want to make the most of it, you know? They are running. Like, <laughs> running. No, I have a nice flat, so I don't want to give it up too soon. And uh, if anybody can predict where I'd like to move to, you probably know. I've hyped about this country so many times. My talk about mm-hmm. seven. I would probably want to move to Finland. It was going to be Sweden, but then they uh, buggered up the pandemic a little bit. So, you know, that's what I was going to say Japan. Japan? I mean, there are direct flights from Finland to Japan, just saying. But... Okay. Um, We'll talk about Finland another time. We'll talk about Japan another time. That was actually one of the suggestions that was left on my Facebook poll, actually. Do you want to go through some Yeah, I can go through them now. In terms of what people want to hear, so my friend Dahe said, I think travel could be a good topic. And funny enough, I've done half of my travels with her, so she'll know she'll get a few shout-outs from that. So uh, doing a bit of self-plug-in there, Dahe. Another one was talking about mental health, particularly during these times, mm-hmm. such as things that you can do when you're feeling down and when you're dealing with anxiety. Again, I think that came off the back of the diabetes episode. And I did a poll on whether people wanted to hear about general health worries and general health conditions or whether they want to hear about specific. And there was a little bit of both. So people want to hear a, a little bit about uh, both of those. Quite a few people said about work. So talking about the start of your career, imposter syndrome, how can you overcome that when you do start a new workplace and when you're trying to make new friends at work, how to survive a toxic workplace. And as I said, somebody did mention Black Lives Matter and linking it in with white privilege. And also our friend Roman mentioned it would be good to talk about relationships particularly dating in your 20s and that's something that's definitely been on the cards for both of us as we're both in long-term relationships but we have very different experiences Mm -hmm. and also know people who have had very very different experiences like we mentioned in the last episode there's a lot of pressure surrounding dating and relationships in your 20s and even your late teens for a lot of people but I think that's the case with a lot of the suggestions that were mentioned so travel there's always a pressure surrounding travel mental health you know that constant pressure to be okay and to talk about your mental health when actually some people just aren't ready or you know need a little bit more time I think there's a lot of pressure surrounding a lot of these topics and that is why it's such a turbulent era such a turbulent period of your life because you're just expected to do and know so many different things that no human can possibly do at one time. 100%. So all of the suggestions we got were really good. Um, and a lot of them I'm definitely very, very excited to start talking about. Because I think another one we wanted to mention, Bond, was uh, business, which is going to be coming up quite soon. So kind of the business mind. And for any entrepreneurs out there who are looking to 
start a business or run a business, um, we're going to hopefully get some insights in the next few weeks from a few guests. So that's going to be really, really good as well. Yeah, like I said at the beginning, we we thank you so much for all of your suggestions because these are topics that we've been thinking about, but we just need to find the right time to bring them up. Like Daha said, travel. I mean, we're just trying to find the right time to drop these certain topics because obviously travel isn't a thing at the moment, but then people might want to hear about traveling to get their mind off it mm. and for something for us all to look forward to. And we've both been to a lot of countries so we can make some suggestions. And fingers crossed, somebody's going to be going on their honeymoon, but uh, we'll see where that leads us. I don't. I honestly don't know either way. There's so many quarantines are coming into place now. Um, a lot of European countries, if you're coming back from them, you have to quarantine for two weeks. So I honestly don't know what the situation is going to be like in a month. But that is something that I will definitely update you all on. Because yeah. a lot of people at the moment have been going on holidays and coming back from holidays and not quarantining. So it's a little bit all up in the air at the moment. Interesting fact, when my friend came back, when there was a 14-day quarantine imposed at the beginning kind of like April time she came back from France and she said so to the to the guard at the security gate so I'm going to be quarantining for 14 days so I can't leave the house and he went well you can still go to supermarket shopping so if the people at the blooming security gate or the passport gate can't tell you whether you should be doing something or not how is anybody else meant to do it and they're meant to be the ones setting the example mm. and telling us right from wrong. So we're all just ploughing through. Yeah, I feel like we've um, we've just had a little bit of a rant <laughs> in this episode. I mean, sometimes you just need it, you know what I mean? Like with everything going on, you just need a, a break, a rant, a, what's it called? Like a splurge, that's not the word, but... <laughs> I'm going to put it in the Oxford Dictionary myself. No, I think you're right. But if anyone listening along to this had any insights into what we were talking about, especially when it comes to the whole American political system, because that's definitely something that I want to look a lot more into. Definitely let us know. Please do enlighten us. And if you feel like having a rant, message us. We always love a rant. Yeah, please get involved. Please get included. Like we... uh, we always love your your commentary and know that you are also feeling the same. And that's why episode 10 is so momentous because people are still engaging and are still coming with us on this conversation. And it's good to know that we're not the only ones thinking this. Everybody else is thinking this. They also want to get on and share their thoughts and opinions. And I cannot wait some of our future guests to come on and share their stories and share their their lives it's gonna yes, be great yes exactly i'm so excited and i'm excited for what episode 11 and beyond has to bring so thank you so much for coming on this journey with us guys honestly we say it every time but we really really do appreciate it like if we hadn't got the support that we had we may not have even made it here like yvonne said so thank you so so much hope everyone is keeping safe and we'll see you on the next one cheers guys bye, bye.